Welcome to the table, everybody, for fun, health, and more. We'll dig into the human experience and living right with some laughs and hopefully a little insight. This is a better show! I am Matt Krogamo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here, as usual, with fellow health enthusiast and cultural commentarian, Joe Newbauer at Joe MMA. How we living, everybody? Hear him and me, and sometimes Sean Newbauer at MMA underscore Insomniac, and sometimes Gabrielle Tambowen, also our in-house nursing student and fight historian, at Gabby underscore T on Better Fight Cast, your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for seasoned vets and rookie fight fans of the purest, best of sport you can follow. Subscribe to that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now, let us dig into the pure asbestos, anything and everything else, right after this word from legal. All of Matthew Krogamo Jr. is a certified personal trainer. He is not acting in this capacity on this program. All information presented here is strictly for educational entertainment purposes. Furthermore, should he reference another person, program, or piece of literature, he is not necessarily endorsing every position or opinion that entity might represent. Please consult the appropriate medical professional before making any serious changes to your diet or lifestyle. Boom! Thanks, legal. Got a lot of things we could talk about. Just went traveling. Uh, got some other just lifey kind of things floating around in my mind as far as positive human behavior. Uh, bounce around a lot, a lot of, a lot of different, a lot of different things. Um, owning your position in life and not even necessarily just, well, yeah, I guess life owning, owning the situations that you put yourself in realizing that when you are getting mad at something you should i always i think it served me well that i try to think about how i could possibly blame myself for this for the situation whether it's a crunch crunch schedule or a myriad of other things and uh it's easy to not do that uh so that's that that kind of is a theme through the different things that i was thinking about but um I think I want to talk about my trip to Legoland with my son before we do that. But before we even do that, uh, how are you living? What's going on with you? How's life? It's been a, been a few weeks since we sat down, I think. Yeah, been good. Still going to the gym. I've definitely learned first thing in the morning is the best step for me. Yeah, and that's um, also probably the best thing just for a person, for most people at least, because you tend to have more energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I think if you get that work, at least some kind of a workout in early in it's the day. It's the biggest accomplishment. It's the best mm-hmm. feeling you're going to have all day. Once dividends. you get that done, it sets the tone for the rest of your day. Mm-hmm. I can't procrastinate because I am a huge procrastinator. Yeah. So the earlier, the better. Um, I wake straight up, take the kids to school, go straight to the gym. Even when I'm tired, if I'm not feeling well, I still even had, even when I don't have the cobwebs yet, like kind of shaken out of me yet because i used to be one of those like it just takes me a while to wake up yeah and snap into reality yeah if you're not forced to if you don't have a hard out out of bed it can be easy to just kind of lounge and mull about yeah so as soon as i get on that i always always start with a run as soon as i start running on that treadmill yeah a little cardio to start your day yep. good. as soon as i break that first sweat everything it just it's all out i'm ready i'm ready um i start get I, I i've been in, you know up in my the intensity on my workouts it's been getting good. Um, results, as my feeling, has been great. Um, I haven't necessarily lost any weight yet, but it says, I mean, I can feel muscle being built yeah. in certain places, yeah. and that weighs more than the fat you carry in your body. So I just know that it's week seven starting tomorrow. 
keep my commitment. I plan on keeping my commitment to go into the gym and it's eventually the results. Generally, three come. days a week, right? Mm-hmm. And you couple that with our physical job. Mm-hmm. That's about where you want to be. Weren't, wasn't there one week or two where you tried four days? Four days, I don't do bad. It was I did five. <laughs> oh, okay, I was doing Monday yeah. through Friday. I mean, I if you if like you're if you're getting job. into it regularly, four days isn't bad, and you can get to a point where five isn't anything. I'm trying to get better with my time management. I go pretty hard at work, and when I am able to get the time in, I try to I try to go pretty hard working out on my own. But I'm really trying to get better at manage my time. So it, it so I, it's multiple times a day, not doing the same thing necessarily. I'm talking like, you know, resistance training, and then maybe more like yoga kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like I, I I like doing different stuff all the time. There's so many different things out there. There's so many different modalities. Body weight exercises, equipment. There's so much you can do, and like I just don't. I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. And you know, when we've gone on and on about DDPY and things like mm-hmm. that, where it is a weird myriad of where it's it's yoga, but it's not yoga. He doesn't even like being called yoga. Yeah. There's all kinds. There's so many different things out there. Funny you say that because when I did five days a week, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing very well at work. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I mean, when when you have a physical job, it's different mm-hmm. because it's when we say three workouts a week. If you are going hard at work that can you can you can that can count as a you know not necessarily that every day is like an eight-hour workout necessarily or a six-hour workout however long it might be there it's a restaurant people if you don't know already know um but still you're it's taking a toll on your body and that that so three workouts a week you had 32 to 40 hours work in a restaurant you know, I guess we're getting into workouts a day at least. It's hard to it'd be hard to quantify because we're not doing like reps necessarily. There is a lot of repetitive motion, but it's not quite the same thing as structured, intended for specific muscles over and over again with sets and rest periods in between and blah 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 blah. We're but getting our steps it in. Adds up. It adds up. <laughs> Damn right we do. That's one thing. Though when I used to wear that uh, watch, what is it? The um, the Fitbit. The Fitbit. Yeah, one I, thing I, I can't about wear, work. I have, I can't wear those consistently either. When I wore those at work, I always got my steps in. Yeah, but I can't. I don't. I don't do rings or bracelets. I've learned about the steps. Well, I, that's why I don't. I wore it for like two weeks. Yeah, I just. I just I f- it feels uncomfortable to mm-hmm. me. Like I can't have. I can't have any. I can't I have, have no anything. Jewelry, when no I tattoos. when I you know when I get married, uh, I'm gonna have to find like the loosest, thinnest. Like I'm just gonna be just as as loose and thin as I can without it sliding off my hand when I gesture, or I might even get I might even have to go tattoo like Billy Bob Thornton and Angelina Jolie. Like seriously, it's funny you say that because um I think that might I might have to do that. I don't know if I could actually wear a physical ring, all, and I would want to wear my wedding ring all the time. I was at a wedding. I was in a wedding this past weekend. Um, the winter, things, winter if one of the know. things that's made it made it such a busy couple weeks for me. Um, I was in the wedding and his ring. Was actually like a, I think it was from eight. I've got, I forgot the story already. I'm such a horrible friend. It was a, it was a silver dollar from like 1864 or something like that that he had crushed and made into a silver ring. Nice. And that's what he's wearing on his finger as his wedding ring. I could get it implanted into my body. People <laughs> are doing that more these days. I saw a video today where someone had their RFID chip in, like implanted into their arm. Like we're there. I predict when I was watching the Total Recall remake with Colin Farrell, not bad Is that actually. A good movie? I, I saw like ten minutes of. I mean, I put I it in the, the same rest. category as the Point Break remake. Like that's mm-hmm. really hard shoes to fill, but 
basically a completely different movie. Total Recall is based on I can't even remember the name of the book. The name I'm pretty. It might be. It might have been called Total Recall, or it might have been called something else by the prolific, my favorite, probably my favorite science fiction writer, Philip K. Dick. He is. He wrote stories that brought us Blade Runner, Minority Report. Um, oh my God, so many others. I can't. Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe he might have. He might have been responsible for that Ben Affleck reverse engineering movie too. The hell was that called? Who cares? Um, oh God, there was another one, another Keanu one where it was this. It was like the animated, but it was drawn over live action, like Richard Linklater heavy metal style. What the hell was that called? Oh man, I should look up some Philip K. Dick. Anyway, um, both movies came from the you know a source material that was different from either one of those movies, and I thought it was a very at, at best competent but I mean, I'd say even better than competent like they handled it competently it's heavy shoes to fill you can't say it's better than the Arnold Schwarzenegger Paul Verhoeven directed vehicle because I mean that is just a, I mean that is that is a masterpiece mm-hmm. that came out right before Terminator 2 mm-hmm. and you know before Terminator 2 that movie set the standard kind of that movie though. set the standard for like like special effects in a movie when he mm-hmm. pulled off that head like it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You always remembered the Quato? girl with three boobs. Yeah, everybody remembers the girl with three boobs. <laughs> that's, that's what I always remembered as a kid, yeah. horny young teenager. Yeah. I just remembered the the, the girl mm. with three boobs. But it's like that'd be awesome. I I th- it's interesting because the Total Recall remake was actually PG thirteen, but they did manage to throw the three girl boob in there somehow. I guess they couldn't show any of her boobs, and maybe they showed, like, the middle one or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember that movie being a solid action movie, uh, you know, sort of like Jason Bourne, Daniel Craig, James Bond-style action-y kind of stuff. And maybe it's because those are also – well, I guess Bourne was rated R, but the Daniel you know, Craig, James Bond movies are PG-13. The fourth Die Hard was PG-13, and they pushed that PG-13 mm. rating as far as you could and made a bad ass action movie and i thought that movie was great i go but i go i used to really hate colin farrell too like i got mad from the SWAT? recruit oh. i didn't finish swat i watched half of swat on an airplane i was like Meh. like it was fine it started off okay but man yeah there's a reason i didn't finish it I'm yeah. gl- i guess i'm glad i didn't like i was not compelled i, I was like that i was like i got two and a half hours on an airplane I could be doing something better mm-hmm. than this. This sucks. Like I just, I, it's like I want to be watching a movie on an airplane just mm-hmm. for the sake of doing it. I don't know. It's like when I was in the hotel, I was watching some TV, and I never just watch TV. TV. It's hard. Dude. I watch all kinds of TV shows and like on like Netflixy kind of things uh-huh. and HBO and that yeah. kind of stuff. But just like TV, TV. No. Like I don't do it. It's funny. We were in the Lego Resort, and they had what? There was like fifty-three channels or something, and three of those channels, each one of those channels was all three of were all you know each one. Had uh, the one was a Lego movie, one was like a Batman movie, one was like an Ajaga movie. There are three theatrical re- releases. <laughs> they were just on a twenty-four hour loop. But and we were watching, you know, we we didn't we watched part of Batman and part of Ninjago. I initially figured we would end up watching all three, but my son doesn't have that attention span. He's already seen it. He's good, and like I'm kind of fortunate that he's at that point. Mm-hmm. I remember when he we used to rewatch things a lot more often, and he. I think he watches certain YouTube videos and stuff for the most part. He, he's like me. I want to consume new content. Mm-hmm. It takes, it's got to be excellent to I'm rewatch something. To learn. 
Yeah, I want, I want new. I want mm-hmm. new. I don't want to. Sometimes you do learn when you go over things you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, you know, I really want to rewatch Maniac on Netflix. I've talked about that enough. We're getting old, man. You know why? Because like I'm, I'm like getting into documentaries. Like I want to learn, learn. Yeah. Like, I actually like watching things. If if I can watch a TV show mm-hmm. or a documentary that really teaches me some things, whether it's about history, mm-hmm. what the future's supposed to look like. Um, about an industry I know nothing about. Um, a lot of stuff, man. Like, I like that stuff in theory, but when I'm finally sitting down to consume something with my eyeballs, I guess I want some kind of like that's something I'd I'd be more inclined to listen to on like a nature. podcast or something while I'm running around my day. But when I'm watching something, I kind of I don't know. Like I I, I need to branch out. I should probably watch more documentaries and stuff. But I want a story arc. I don't know. I want I want it to be out there. I want it to be pushing what a story arc is and characters and things that we've already seen. I don't want the same thing over and over again. Or if they are, if if I if it is like a half hour comedy, and found, you know, there's there there's a lot of good stuff out there in all these different formats. Um, Netflix is Superstore is a very good half hour comedy I've seen recently. I highly recommend that. But it's uh, I guess kind of it, it's it's still a half hour comedy. It's like the, without a laugh track kind of mm-hmm. like Scrubs. Uh, I guess kind of made that real popular. Um, the Office definitely. Um, Love the Office. Well, my girlfriend says that Superstore. She's one. She's one. She she ends up watching a lot of these shows and telling me about them. So though, I, that's how I found Maniac and this. Mm-hmm. Um, Great half-hour comedy, great characters. A lot of characters have similar, like, roles that were in The Office. Kind of like how when you see, you know, as a waiter, you've seen Waiting, right? Mm-hmm. It took me, like, 12 years to finally see Waiting. Everybody's like, you haven't seen Waiting? Like, no, I haven't seen Waiting. But they I are saw it at the perfect They time. are tropes of people, and it's like everybody's like, oh, I know, a, you know, blah, 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 whoever. The, the girl who, like, I actually am all those people. I've been all those people at different times in my restaurant mm-hmm. career. Um but all right, how do we get down that? What the hell were we talking about? Oh, watching. I guess we. I guess we started with watching. I'm not sure how I'm mm-hmm. going to tie that up. But I remember uh, hearing about Total Recall. We were talking we about how you know watching TV, TV. Yeah. In the place. Oh yeah. And we were watching the Lego Batman movie, and we missed the line, and he was like, "Rewind it." I was like, "Can't, sorry, buddy, can't, yeah, can't." <laughs> I got back from the wedding. Not here. Um, not here. And at this wedding, I had probably. Three shots of Jameson, probably drank about two bottles of wine, I had two sangrias, and then we went to a bar afterwards, because the bride and groom wanted to go to the hotel bar, mm. and have everybody go back there and, and keep the party going, and, and drink, and you know have a night on the town, mm-hmm. but we ended up just staying at the hotel bar, because obviously we drank a lot at the wedding, and we didn't want to have to Uber back and forth, and lose people, mm-hmm. and whatever, so all of us from the wedding party went there, about 20, 25 of us. Had about two more Long Islands as I watched. Finally got some sports on the TV. Went back to the room. And, of course, in a hotel, all you have is regular TV. Mm-hmm. You know? And me being that drunk, that late at night, still realized how bad it sucked. Mm-hmm. Turned it off and turned my phone on. You didn't find anything? No. I, you know what? The first thing I found, we were getting into it. And then commercials hit. And then I was just like, I was too... It's funny, Jonas has been asking me about Titanic, and Titanic mm-hmm. was on. And it was oh. on, like, right when right when S was going down. And like, nah. I was like, all right, you were okay. asking, you were asking, that's here we go. Part, here we go, part, yeah. here we go. Like, giving him history lessons on Billy Zane. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, man. So that's one thing. That's one thing that's interesting and cool about it. And just finding random stuff on, you know, flip through. And one mm-hmm. of the one of the Friday the Thirteenth was on. And I'm not going to sit down and watch an entire Friday the Thirteenth, but like Halloween's coming up, and it's cool to see Jason waste a few yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, you must have had a better <laughs> a better time or something because mine was late at night. Yeah, and I remember through the hundred something channels that we looked at through the little TV guide channel. Mm-hmm. That was rolling up and down that we were trying to read and keep a track of of what's coming on. I think we found two shows, but we pinned it down to between two shows that we would actually turn on. Mm. And it was just, we were like, all right, we're done. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, a lot, most of it was trash. There was mm-hmm. a lot of trash. So we didn't have the TV on very, very much. Uh, you know, watch probably, I guess, half of the Lego Batman movie and not. Not in one sitting. Like we would turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. So because that's just how we are. Like we don't. We're not going to sit down and just watch a whole movie. He he definitely won't. Well, not not with commercials. As soon as a commercial comes on, you don't want to wait five minutes to get back in. Well, the Lego movies on the loop didn't have commercials. Uh, You know, I don't know if that's that's obvious or not. All the other stuff were like the regular commercial, regular, Mm -hmm. like Titanic was on AMC. I don't know what the hell channel Friday the Thirteenth was on. It could be on a different. I think they had the the free. It was probably Freeform or something. The thing is, as soon as you start getting into it, Mm -hmm. a commercial hits. So remember when you used to be used to that? Yeah, and I never liked it. I remember the day DVR came out was one of the best days of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dead serious when I say that. The day I used to actually record TV shows and things like that on a VCR. Commercials and advertising so fast forward. is so offensive. It's yeah. so bad. Even on the VHS tape, so I to fast intrusive. It's so intrusive. It's so bad. Yeah, I used to video. I used to VHS record TV shows. I used to, uh, the first one I think I did it with was The Simpsons. Maybe I did. I had a lot. I had I had a, like eight. Six-hour yeah. tapes. It was also Simpsons nice because I would have tapes that I would just keep recording over, and I would just put a bunch of new. T- I used to record a lot of wrestling. Because uh, you got to remember, back in the day, what really got me fascinated with VHS was the fact that the Monday Night War. You had the WWE Raw, and you had the, the WCW Nitro, and they both went on at the same time, and I had to see both. We didn't have everything we have now. We didn't mm-hmm. have DVR. We didn't have apps. We didn't have Hulu. Where you can just catch one of them the next day? No. Yeah. You had to re- watch one of them and record the other, and if, if you were obsessed with you know the yeah. wrestling, um, it, it was different, man. Like when I see everything they have now, like the WWE Network the kids have now, I'm so jealous of them. So jealous of them. You know how much I wished for something like that back in the day. You think I scoured... You said the WB network? No, the WWE. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know how I how the story of me starting with uh, my mixed martial arts and my, my passion for that right. was Hunt, searching... Hunting it down at VHS, you know, video rental places. That was the after of mm-hmm. that. That was, that was the new thing after I used to always do it with WWE and WCW videos and ECW. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to search video stores for them because it was the only place you could get it. I mean, internet was barely around back then. Yeah. I used to get some of them from, like, this RH. Video. It's funny. I did that with The Wire. That was one of the first shows where I was like, I want to watch every single episode of mm-hmm. this show. I, ch- I sought it out because it was like, you know... Based in Baltimore, that was what initially drew me to it. And then, and then like, the show when was I, actually then when I watched, behind. you know, when I yeah. saw the pilot, maybe it was the DVD with the first three episodes. Some of it might have been when I had cable and it was like on demand was a newer, newish thing, and I might have got my, hand, I might have watched one season that way. I can't remember, or I might have had, to, I might have done most of them 
through that way. It might have mm-hmm. been like when Hollywood Video was still around, and you could rent the DVDs, and I think they would have three episodes on them at a, at a shot. And I did that. I was driving around town, going to different places, finding the ones that had the ones, and every once in a while, you know, out of the five seasons, I think I had two of them purchased for me, but one of them after I already tracked it down at you know the what? video rental place. This is crazy. That's it's crazy, crazy how too. easy. Now I have all of them in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Now I can watch every episode of The Wire That's crazy right too. now. I was just thinking right about now. that. Like, you're talking about how The Wire and you had the DVDs, and we don't have time to have just only three Three episodes on a DVD. We don't want to get up and put the disc in the DVD player, push it shut, and hit play. No, 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 no. Yeah, there are there are many of us who will burn through the season in a day. I don't have that kind of time, so that would work for me in theory. But it is crazy to think now it's just in my pocket. Mm -hmm. It's in my pocket. You know, I was thinking about recently. I really want to start collecting movies again, DVDs. I've really thought about that. Really. There's always these movies go off the that's grid, your favorite, but you still have a generator to power the DVD player. Like I look at this, look at this busted built bookshelf you have behind you. Yeah, dude, that thing. Does it look that, like anybody that has thing, touched a book anytime recently? Off, of I that started thing. reading a book on vacation. I wanted to have a book with me. I mm-hmm. started reading. It's a book I've already read. It's Jitterbug Perfume by Tom Robbins, probably my favorite novel. Books are better than movies because you can use your imagination more. The only problem is I just haven't. Into I mean, I appreciate yet. all the different mediums. They all offer something different, and to and I, it was, it's funny. It's actually something that I was thinking of. Uh, it's kind of stuck with me from when I watched the entire series of Lost. I did that on Hulu, though. <laughs> it was a lot easier yeah. than The Wire. Um, at one point, the character Sawyer, who's great, I can't remember the guy's name. He's actually the main star in Sci-Fi's Colony. Which is pretty pretty good, pretty good. It's a little little cheesy. Still still got that sci-fi channel thing going for it, but uh, it, it's 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 also got Lori from The Walking Dead. I have no idea what her real name is, but she's awesome and you know, pretty pretty decent cast. Pretty cool stuff going on. I'm I'm like a season or two behind probably at this point, but the first couple seasons it was it's cool for that kind of stuff. I'm a sucker for science for sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, to a point. It's got to be good, though. Like, I am kind of picky about it. So the fact that this show has held my interest to the point, like, sometimes it does just get, like, a li- almost a little too cheesy. So I'll give that warning. But um, I'd say it's worth it's worth watching. It's interesting. It's got different stuff going on. Uh, so Sawyer was... I guess I don't want to spoil it, even though Lost is like 25 years old or something. Or not that old, but you, you know, know what? I got into the first God, season of it. Is lost. Well, real quick, he was he was he was he had a lot of responsibility. He started off as a villain. At some point, he became sort of like a hero. Very interesting carry arc. Sawyer's great, but at one point, he's got a lot of responsibility, and you really want him to succeed. And he's got so many different balls that he's juggling, and he's reading a novel. And someone is like, what are you doing? Like, shouldn't you be doing something better? And he said, I think he might have quoted Teddy Roosevelt or something or some historical general from U.S. history where they said, like, this is this is good because it's still it it flexes that part of your mind and will make you able it'll make you be able to think about think other things more clearly. It's just just, you know, it's it's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to sit down and just read something that has nothing to do with what your responsibility, what you're supposed to be doing right now. Like I shouldn't, you know, if you're an engineer, you don't need to read technical manuals all the time. If you want to, fine. But perhaps reading some kind of fantastical piece of fiction is good. To, it, it'll it'll reinforce that other stuff. It'll make that stuff, you know, hum a lot better. What were you gonna say? Or did I did I, did I murder your train of thought? Oh, I was just gonna say I've seen like the first episode. Uh, oh, lost, lost, yeah, 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 and then I, I lost interest. <laughs> um, 
Not that it was bad. I was like hooked to it. Yeah. I really was the first season. But for some reason, when I started getting into the real sci-fi stuff. Okay. Like, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, the first ten episodes were just straight up, they were lost Yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, there wasn't too much, like, fantasy, you know, fantastical You know what it actually reminded me of? It reminded me of Game of Thrones in that aspect. Yeah. Where, like, Game of Thrones was pretty cut straight, Mm. and then all of a sudden it started having, like, these weird... I'm down with the fantasy and I'm down with the sci-fi. As no, long I'm as okay with it in now there. at my age. Okay. This this was at an age, though, like for me. I grew up with comic books. And I took it after my mother, a trait. It's amazing how much genius Well, first it was like family. He-Man and Ghostbusters and Ninja mm-hmm. Turtles and then comic books. But um, if it wasn't like explained that it was like a superhero movie... Or right. it was supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah, because Lost didn't start off as I guess you're. I guess they sort of hinted at it being like I was one of kind of like, surreal. Um, but I was like that with action movies too. Mm-hmm. I've learned to like expand my mind a little bit and just enjoy a movie for what it is. Try to enjoy characters. Try so to you don't like it. You don't like. So plot. you're. But you were saying like if it, if it, if all of a sudden if you're not expecting a superhero movie and all of a sudden it turns into a superhero movie, I was you're really not into down. realistic. Okay. You know what I loved about a lot of the movies that were my favorites growing up was they felt real. Yeah, I and guess I, was really I guess like, like the fighter movies like Van Damme and Steven Seagal and that well, kind of those, stuff. But also like a lot of my favorite movies were sports ones. Okay, yeah. Um, Rudy. Yeah. Um there Rocky. Big yeah. Rocky fan. Yeah. Uh since day one, since uh, I was a kid. Still never seen Rudy. That's me yeah. right here. Still never seen Rudy. Um, but my there was bad. a lot of them. A lot of different Isn't ones. Isn't that too. Sean Astin? Was it Sean Astin Rudy? Yeah. Sean Astin's great. Mm-hmm. So like it was it was a lot of um he was great in the strain shout out to the strain like, but I love teenage mutant ninja and Stranger Things man Sean Hansen gets around I mean we're talking about giant sewer turtles a little thing called Lord of the who Rings. listens to a rat yeah. that performs ninja but I loved it but it was explained it was it's just like when I was like expecting like something really real like they were stuck on this island it was called Lost and they were trying to find a way to get back to the home and then all of a sudden you're seeing like ghosts and and just this weird stuff it just it So it just wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, nowadays uh, I'd probably enjoy it more. Okay. Well, you would enjoy it but by the end of the series you'd be mad just like everybody else and just be like, "What? You know what show was ruined? You remember when all the writers went on strike?" Yeah, I think Lost might have suffered from that. No, it Maybe. wasn't Lost. The, the show I was really into that I love. Mm. And if you want to talk about superhero stuff. Oh, Heroes. Yes. Yeah, Heroes was great. It was dope. For a point. And then they lost the writers. For a point. And yeah. it went. The first like two or three seasons of Heroes. Boy. Yes. Yes, dude. You were like, what? Yeah. What that is going on here? Like, like, you guys, I don't yeah. know, you can do this with television. You guys, yeah, Save man. Save the cheerleader, save the world. I'm watching. Was it the girl that was jumping off of like, like, like the highest things and just getting up like it was normal? I think so. It was yeah, her, right. Like, yeah, because just... when she realized that she was immortal or invulnerable. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Misfits. Well, we, we started there, there's just a, dessert early, huh? There's yeah. <laughs> there's a British version. Well, not a British version, but a British superhero show that's supposed to be like in the real world that's kind of what heroes is going for it's like if people mm-hmm. like is a little more grounded it's trying to be a little more grounded reality than like marvel and dc and that kind of stuff and just like if normal people just all of a sudden had mm-hmm. powers like there was the one the, the cop dude who all of a sudden i can't even remember what his power was was he the time no he wasn't the time traveler here was the time traveler i can't remember it was so remember. long ago i i yeah, that's a show i actually want to watch at least the first season again of like yeah. eventually i just want to Watch that first season and see if it still has that same magic as when I watched it the first time yeah. so long ago. Um, this was a great series. But Mis- Misfits was a great show like that where it's supposed to be realistic people set, you know, that all of a sudden they get powers. It's uh, 
focused the, the first season or two focused well the whole series more or less focused on this like juvenile detention center so i guess they're all supposed to be like 17 because they're ba- they're practically they're like they're, they're practically young adults mm-hmm. even though i guess technically they were underage at least when it started because i'm pretty sure it was a juvenile detention center so they would have had to be underage and it was in england or britain somewhere and uh this weird like electromagnetic lightning storm went off in this city uh and all the kids in the building get superpowers and like random people from all all over so like a small fraction of humanity in that that part of you know that city or whatever got superpowered and just uh the the that's another show where I don't think a writer's strike is what murdered it, but the first season, like the characters and the dialogue and the story and every single millimeter of what was going on in that series was gold. Like literally, well not literally obviously, but masterpiece. And it was so good and so well received. All the, you know, the writers got hired away to do other bigger things. I guess, I don't know if they went to do movies or whatnot, but they were gone. And Unfortunately, the show fell apart pretty quickly after like the first season or two. I think the first three seasons were, you know, I think the third season was even like decent, but definitely the first season of that is just the like it, it would probably, I guess it's it's an apples to oranges compared mm-hmm. to Heroes maybe because it is a completely different thing, but mm-hmm. that show is more like a high quality HBO style also that blonde girl that played the cheerleader she was real hot Mm -hmm. i remember she was like a big thing at that time i want to say was it your name like hayden penetiera or something yeah Yeah. hayden penetiera yeah however you say yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's it was her that's her name i just remember and then the guy that says save the cheerleader save the world that was just like that was a bumper sticker like it was Mm -hmm. such a popular saying yeah so big um and they had like the bride like her dad her i think he was her stepdad was one of the people tasked with hunting down the the mm-hmm. metahumans, and he had some. I don't want to spoil it, in just case someone does go back out there and hasn't seen it, or if you haven't seen past mm-hmm. the first season. But they did some really cool stuff with his character, and he's mm-hmm. just a normal human running around. Um, the guy who played the Spock in the Star Trek remake was sort of one of the mega supervillains mm-hmm. in that. I can't even, I can't remember his real name or his name in that series, but. They did really cool things with his character too. That when you play with the moral gray areas and they make you question whether or not someone is villainous or make you sympathize for the villain or make you view a hero as a villain. Uh, that's what makes the, the, those those great, you know, the HBO kind of shows great and it did ha- play a part in Heroes. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. And Misfits was there too. Uh, the guy who played Ramses in Game of Thrones and the hell else is he been in? He was in he was in the show Misfits. He had a pretty cool character. He played this dude named Simon, and I don't want to spoil any of it. Like, cool. When people flip the script on what they are, he might have been one of the original five. I'm not sure. I guess he probably would have been. I don't even know. But um, man, how the hell did we get down that <laughs> rabbit hole? Because I was thinking, I was I think it started with me talking about how I'm, I was really seriously debating on collecting DVDs because oh, yeah. right now if you want to collect DVDs at high quality, I mean even if it's just Blu-ray, you get them for like five bucks. You get them well, for maybe so not the cheap. Blu-ray, but yeah, even those I guess. I mean, really think about it on Netflix. How many movies do you actually watch on it? Hmm. That that you like when you go through it, like like really like the apps are starting to get out of control now. Yeah. I know we used to complain about. I don't cable. rewatch. <sighs> I feel like the movies that I rewatch that I have on DVD, if I had them streaming, I would just watch them that way. I don't know. I guess it depends. I mean, if it you, would be nice if you to have a have, certain collection of movies yeah. just to have 
forever. Like you yeah. can collect every single Marvel movie, and you can get them for dirt. I mean, cheap. I have a D. De- yeah, I have. I'm not sure even what percentage, a third of those maybe in physical form. And it's cool to have. You know, I like having them on the shelf. Mm-hmm. It's nice. There's just some movies I watch that I can watch over and over again. There's some I have to watch like once a year. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey. Like I always said, like for some reason, I have a special place in my heart for Jim Carrey movies. Mm. Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. Mm. The Mask. Um, Dumb and Dumber. Uh, <laughs> the Ace Ventura movies. Those might be my top four <laughs> as far as like comedies. They just have a special place in my heart when I was a kid, and I still love them. Like I was working out at the gym. I thought the other Cable day. Guy was pretty underrated, but I'm wondering if I went back and watched Cable Guy if it would hold up. But those four movies are like four movies I feel like I should own because you're searching through all these different contents. Like I remember last night I was looking for a movie. And it's a very... Yeah, I guess when it comes... Because when you want a specific movie, you're not guaranteed to find it. Even if I wanted you The had... Wedding Crashers. Oh. Okay, and the reason I wanted to watch it because it just reminded me of... I was at a wedding. Yeah. You know, like it just... Sometimes you want to watch movies that how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I really want to watch this. And I'm searching all these different avenues. I'm going on Hulu. I'm going on Netflix. <laughs> and I know they were just on one of them recently. Yeah. But I guess it was just taken off. Uh. But there's just... There's some movies I feel like you should just own forever. And the apps are starting to get out of control, mm-hmm. just like the um, the cable was. Now we're not spending a uh, hundred or fifty or two hundred dollars on all the channels you have. Yeah, now I feel garbage. like I'm spending it on all the different apps I need, mm-hmm. especially with like my combat sports, because I think uh, everything is going to be on an app in the future, from NBA to MLB to NFL to movie channels, Comedy Central, all of it. Did you subscribe to DAZN? Yes, I have DAZN. Okay. I have DAZN. I'm getting UFC, or I'm sorry, I'm getting ESPN Plus as soon as it happens. I'm keeping UFC Fight Pass. That right there alone, that's $25 a month. Okay? And I still have to have a cable subscription for ESPN for the 10 events for the UFC to come out. And then the $65 for pay-per-views. They are milking me dry. Oh, yeah. ESPN Plus doesn't have normal ESPN on it, huh? But aside from the combat sports, ESPN Plus doesn't show regular ESPN? You might not have to. I don't Think know yet. I'll find that out when I get it. It seems like it should. But I don't know yet. It seems like it damn well But better. I know it's going to have a lot of MMA content that I'm going to need. Yeah, I get I get you're going to need ESPN Plus, but... ESPN's going to have... No, because ESPN's going to have 10 events on its cable network. But those... Wow. The, I wonder if those are events just for people who don't have ESPN Plus. Yeah. Or if no. ES... I guess ESPN... No, no, it's just for ESPN the so channel. You don't think ES... So ESPN Plus, you're not going to be able to get all those regular ESPN channels. It's only all the extra stuff. It's 20 UFC events alone. Right. It's it's um and when are you sure that ESPN events are you that positive that ESPN Plus doesn't play all the yes. normal ESPN cable channels? Yes. Positive. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's how they're doing it, man. Entrepreneurs. Yes. Um, but I mean, <laughs> even away from the combat sports, but I'm talking like Netflix. Look how look how good Netflix is now. I mean, seriously, how good of content they're producing from movies mm. to TV series. I mean, this, I haven't got to see it yet, but this Haunting, Haunting a Hill House? Yes. Haunting a That's Hill House? Thing I want three to episodes watch. in. How good, ah! is it? how good is it? Oh, it's so good. Is it? Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. Oh, Gabby, my God. Gabby promised me a scary movie, and I wanted to watch that because the reviews on it. Oh, you're getting there so for good. like a 9, 10 hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Dude. She made me go to Six Flags the other day, the day after a wedding. I took off that Sunday to read. I'd say that's a good choice. I don't know if I could think of anything better. That, that's what I was thinking. Nothing else came to my mind. I mean, like, I'm trying to think. I kind of want to rewatch The Shining. I don't think I'm going to get it in before Halloween happens. So I don't know when the hell. Did you like Sinister? Ethan Hawke. I think I'm trying to remember if I saw Sinister or The Conjuring. I think this. I think Sinister is the one that I saw. And yes, was that the one with the old school video, like the the projector? Like the movie, it was like of homemade videos. Are you thinking of the one where he's the writer who inhabits a house where the family got murdered? Cause that's yeah, and they had I the old school started. films on it. No, I never actually did watch that movie. That's I, I mean I liked it. Yeah, that was recommended to me by somebody. That movie? I never saw what the was, Conjuring. I want to say Ethan Hawke was in a couple of movies, and I want to say he did something that was like the Conjuring. Before The Conjuring, even though it did have a sequel. Was he in The Conjuring, too? I thought he was. Oh, Maybe I'm know. thinking of someone else, actually. Yeah, because Ethan Hawke was no, definitely No, I am thinking of someone else. Who was the dude in The Conjuring? Because he did... That's what I'm looking at. I never saw The Conjuring. Because that was one of the movies I was thinking, because I always heard The Conjuring was very scary. Right? Like, yeah, because yeah, The Conjuring is the one that spawned Annabelle. And I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any yes, Annabelle movies, and Annabelle. I haven't seen Conjuring either. And I heard Annabelle was scary. No, you're thinking of Patrick Wilson. Yeah, what else has he done? What did he do like three years before The Conjuring? I don't know. I'm going to click on doo, him. Do, 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 Well, while we're waiting, real quick, if we're, we're going to jam some health in Insidious here. Insidious is what you're thinking yes, of, probably. Yes, Insidious was dope. And you were right, three years. You, you got that right on the head. Insidious was dope. He's supposed to be an Aquaman. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, soon. Like November, like this month, maybe. Or next month, maybe. I can't remember. It might be December. I'm not sure. But, uh... But no, Ethan Hawke was in, um... I mean, yeah, I Sinister is the movie you're talking about. Because I like the plot. A lot of, of people told me that yeah. movie was cool. I think I started watching it, and I was like, nah. Had a pretty uh, good plot. I, I'm all about it's plot. funny. Ethan Hawke came movies. up tonight. Somebody was talking about the Purge movies, and apparently the Purge was on Netflix supposed to be dope. I like the first three Purge movies. I heard, that, I heard that the fourth one, which is the prequel, is not that good, and I'm not in a hurry to see it. Uh, the guy who said, you know, I was saying that the pur- the first purge might not be as good as the second or third one. It's a really, really hard call because the first one, it's kind of like it set it up. I mean, and they did a really, it was a great job. It was a microcosm of everything that was going on, and the other two really tried to get all out into the world of the purge that was going on, mm-hmm. and that was very cool and very satisfying. But the first one had that. Psycho, Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. Jaws kind of thing. Psycho, are you talking Psycho? The one that had um, well, the Vince ori- the ori- well, that was a shot for shot remake of the nineteen sixty Hitchcock classic. Mm-hmm. But so I'm talking about the Hitchcock one, uh, where it's just you know Hitchcock and Jaws and Hemingway are known for like less is more. You reveal a mm-hmm. little bit, and you know it's, the first Purge mainly takes place inside Ethan Hawke's mansion. Mm-hmm. And the other two, it's it's out in the streets and all over the place, and all kinds of stuff is going on. But I loved all three of those movies. Not in a hurry to see the fourth one. I've heard the Netflix series is great, but it came up because the homeboy at work I was talking to it about said he just doesn't like Ethan Hawke. And I love Ethan Hawke, and I love Ethan Hawke. I'm gonna, I can't, I can't remember where I was going with it exactly, but Gattaca was great. Ethan Hawke, I love him for Gattaca. It was one of the you're talking about sci-fi movies. Um, just Uma Thurman, Jude Law, 
Ethan Hawke is genetically predisposed to like he's got a ninety nine percent chance. Like it takes place in the future where your genetic your genetics are analyzed at birth. Your genetics can be manipulated so that you before birth so that you can be like perfect and have a leg up and try to mm-hmm. be competitive in society. His parents opted out when he was born just to let nature take his course because they felt like it was the right thing to do. And his character had a 99% chance or an 87% chance, a very high percent chance of developing some terminal illness. Mm-hmm. So it cut him off from a lot of pathways and he wanted to be an astronaut. Jude Law, his genetics set him up to be superstar, but he his character got crippled, but he was rich. And somehow, I don't know how Ethan Hawke got rich. I can't remember what it was, but he basically, he paid Jude Law to use his genetics to try to get into the astronaut program, basically. And it is, like, the, the, the description of the plot that I just gave you does not do anything justice. I think Gattaca is a masterpiece. Whether or not you like sci-fi, I think it's one of the movies that might, and not, sci, it's not sci-fi, because science fiction is supposed to be a little more literary, a little more regal i guess you might say than sci-fi like sci-fi the the phrase sci-fi has an implication of being kind of like trashy well maybe not trashy just they don't care as much about the science it's like you just it's for just the fantastical backdrop and not really worrying about like kind of like like star wars is sci-fi uh i think i guess so because, yeah, they don't really pay attention to the science necessarily. They do all kinds of crazy stuff and they just say, you know, we'll jump to light speed. You know, they don't, you know, we're not worried about trying. We're not, we're, we're not, we're not trying to take the interstellar approach where we're really trying to dissect what is going on and really try to base it in reality, I guess. And it seems to me that Gattaca is a little more science fiction than sci fi because it just, I guess, because they really get into the nitty gritty of how he is faking having Jude Law's DNA because he's got a, I mean, we're talking, he can't be leaving skin cells on his keyboard terminal at work. He's got to have retinal scans. He's got to make sure, uh, like, you know, he's, he's given blood. Like, it is crazy the things that they, that, that, that goes on in that movie and just the, the, the interpersonal things that are going on in that movie because Ethan Hawke is trying to go through all this and then Jude Law is used to be in this like super athlete who's now crippled and he uh, you know he, he's he's selling his DNA so that he can continue to drink expensive wine and have fancy food and live in his mansion and that kind of stuff um, and just the inner struggles that these these men are going through in addition to Uma Thurman who kind of gets you know uh, wrapped up in things with him you know she she develops a relationship with ethan hawk who is pretending to be someone else and i guess he's going by jude law's name too so he's got like a complete false identity and it's just it's wild it's wild the things that are going like going on in that movie and just I, I love it i love it um ethan hawk's older brother you know or i guess younger brother because ethan hawk was born and he had that issue where his is you know when they did his analyzation he's got the poor genetics the um poor gene health i guess and the so they have another child who they do manipulate his genes so i guess ethan hawk's always living in that guy's shadow and he makes an appearance in the movie that is I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to say anymore. I don't want to say anymore. Great, great movie. Ethan Hawke will always have a special place in my heart for that movie, and um, plus Training Day. I mean Training Day and uh, Reality Bites. 
and several other things that are escaping me right now. Love, Ethan Hawke. I was just sitting here writing down, um, getting back to the apps thing, mm-hmm. about how it's taken over. Like, I'm sitting here thinking, I still have cable. And I just thought about, there's a couple apps I split with family. Because, you know, Netflix allows you to have, like, five people mm-hmm. use the Netflix app. Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody that doesn't have Netflix, by the way? Like, how many people have you ever talked to that says, I refuse to have Netflix? Is there anybody? Any? I know somebody that has no cable. They just got cable back. But you know what they had? Netflix. Yeah. The one thing they had was Netflix. And that's mm-hmm. what they've been living off of for like seven months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's enough there. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting here just putting together all the apps I personally have. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even in that deep with other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have Netflix. I have Hulu. I have HBO Go. I have Showtime. I have DAZN. UFC Fight Pass, WWE. Once again, what's the zone? Well, finish your list. Finish your list. Uh, and Amazon. You know what that comes Damn. up to? And that, that's not even a big list. That's another cable bill. $70. Okay, not quite another another cable no, bill. No, that's cable. That's a lot of money. That's cable. Take away the internet, that's Well, cable. that's what I mean by cable bill I'm talking about. But yeah, you're right. Cable television? That is another cable television. Mm-hmm. Um I just give a shout out to Paradise PD on Netflix. That's another great series. They put out a lot of good content. I watch Paradise PD. If you PD. like some some adult animated Paradise comedies, Paradise PD is like Ren and Stimpy. It's triple X rated. I love how these half hour comedies now are setting themselves up like the high quality serialized cable dramas, the hour long dramas where you want an ongoing plot with an overarching story arcs and character development that go throughout the entire season. And within each episode being a half hour thing that's got to have its own story arc and just like all kinds of just like, you know, dumb jokes and stuff. And they they managed to like fit in that like character development and the the payoff for paying attention to all the details. Paradise PD was hilarious. Have I ever told you my story about how I started Paradise PD? Great. No. I had to start it three different times. I did watch the whole season. Okay, I did watch it. I fit it in. I was watching at the gym Mm. uh, on the treadmill and the elliptical machine. Um, but anyway, Paradise PD, the first three times I started it, mm-hmm. well, the very first time, I started it not knowing how bad it was, and Kayla was in the room. Oh, I think you Kayla's told me four. this. Kayla's four. She looked at TV, this. I saw something, I was like, okay, this has to go off now. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, we were going on, we were just getting started with the Argon meth. <laughs> and then, the second yeah, time dude. I watched it, right, I started it, thought I was by myself, I'm like halfway into the episode. I look over and I realize both kids, four and seven year old, is over in their corner watching it. I grab the remote to hurry up as fast as I can to turn it off because it is vulgar. It is, like, yes. That show is yeah. R rated for sure. Mm-hmm. I, when I picked up the remote, I tried picking up too fast and I slung it towards the TV. I threw it at the TV. It hit my entertainment stand. Batteries popped out. I'm running all around looking for the batteries. I'm telling the kids not to watch it, but they're not listening to no. me. They're watching it anyway. <laughs> I'm trying to stuff these batteries. I went into the, I had to go to the cupboard, grab brand new batteries, stuff it in the remote real quick. It's like I'm not even looking for the back of it. I'm gonna search for the back of this remote later, and finally just turned the whole TV off. That's awesome. And That's the cute. third time, I was in bed. And Gabby thought it was too vulgar, so I had to turn it off. <laughs> My girlfriend, who was 27 years old. She couldn't hang. So she I was like, all right, I had to do it on my time. Hang. 
I did kill it. Um, I thought the season was pretty good. I loved yeah. it. I thought the first episode was absolutely hilarious. Uh, the best one by a mile, but it, it kept me. It kept me through the whole thing. It was it was different. It was different. I liked it. I watched it all. Gave me something to do. Cause I'm up to 45 minutes on the elliptical machine. Nice. And uh, man, when I get when I leave the gym, I'm not kidding, man. Like I am, my shirt is soaked mm. in sweat because I'm still doing a lot of cardio. Because my my philosophy is like I've been telling people is, I'm trying to get in shape to get in shape because I've let myself go for a long time. Yeah. And it takes yeah, you got to build up to it. You can't. Yeah, you got you got to you got to work up to it. And I'm not really into lifting weights and all that other stuff. So like the cardio, the one thing the cardio does, especially on an elliptical machine, I've learned li- lately, mm. is like I can get on there and just go. Yeah. I mean, I watch like TV. I listen to podcasts. Listen to music. I kind of catch up on all my. I, I almost just want to start taking a tablet. That's a very good touch screen, mm-hmm. and like really, like that's my entertainment. I could watch movies while I'm on there. Mm-hmm. I can watch um, TV shows, uh, news, whatever. Like it's just like I, I just I really get a freedom on the elliptical machine. I don't think there's anything wrong with getting on there for as long as you want because it's such a low resistance. Yeah, as long as you're not in zone three the whole time. If you go too hard. You're gonna put your body in a fight or flight state where it's gonna prevent you from losing weight. That's mm-hmm. the only. I mean, that's how that could backfire. But otherwise, yeah, an elliptical. If you can, if you can hang for that long and you're in, you know, zone two or bat, bat you know, I do. It's a level ten, but it's like that's minuscule. Well, if you can understand the, the like levels how the elliptical are, works, the levels are. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. To, it's hard to say exactly, but it's basically based on your heart rate. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And, I stay at um. I think it's 170. It's a comfortable one. It's like right at the fat burn. Okay. Well, then, yeah. There you go. That's, yeah. No, actually, it's like 168. Because 150, they say you'll, well, you'll I mean, lose the, weight. Yeah. But 170 is cardio. And then once you start getting like higher than that, it goes a little, you get a little too far. Because I know like when I sprint, mm-hmm. I can get up to like 180, mm-hmm. I believe. I'll see it get up to. And then it's like, dude, I feel like my heart is going to come out of my chest sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I only do a minute of sprinting. I don't try to like, like I said, this is this is a marathon, not a sprint yeah. for me. I'm trying to just. Well, I mean, it's, I mean, that's definitely good. Uh, the the ideal, well, maybe not the the ideal thing to do, but you definitely don't want to go too hard because, like I said, it'll shut your body down from being able to to lose to lose weight because it'll think that you're starving. Mm-hmm. Um, and might not get food again anytime soon or whatever. Uh, but, you know, starting off in the in zone one when you're new to it is the way to go. Get to a point where you're going between zone one and zone two and mixing it up uh, is possibly, some say, mm-hmm. according to my official curriculum, more efficient than just staying at a constant rate. Uh, each human body is different, so it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. But... It's if you're if you're able to sustain and go longer, and you're feeling less winded as you do it, then that's pretty inarguable. I'm reading right here. It says, um, "At 32 years old, that's perfect for me." Right there. Yeah, I'll just say that. Um, Max heart rate should be 188 beats per minute. Yeah, Um, that's what it's saying. What during cardio? Mm -hmm. Who says that? I'm at like 160. That is the. it's the first thing that pops up. It is the Carbonin method. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. 
So they say, like, you know, you really shouldn't go past 188, and that sounds about right. That sounds definitely right. Because, mm. like I said, I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, I'm at, like, 168, 169, maybe 170 mm. on the elliptical at the whole time, and it goes up and down. Because sometimes I won't even catch myself slipping, and I'll slow down, and I'll be yeah. at, like, five speed. And then I'll pick it up, and I'll get it back up to, like, 7.5 to 8, which is usually what mm. I like to keep it around the whole time. Um, yeah, 170 is like a great fat burn, yeah. is what I was reading. Um, so I try to keep my heart rate there for a while. Like I said, my cardio, I'm not showing the weight loss necessarily yet. My brother said I looks like I lost a little bit of weight. Uh, nothing dramatic, yeah, I though. I mean, muscle weighs more than fat, mm -hmm. so but, um, muscle, I feel great. not losing weight. Yeah. Like, it's I feel like, like, just, I feel physically, like, not as sluggish, not as bad as I did months ago like like i feel like like okay if altercation happened i could handle myself better now <laughs> like that's how i feel or i can do a physical job easier now like i can just move around lighter um i feel good i feel good yeah and now is the now is the time as we are approaching well i'm or well, as you are approaching and i have approached the the mid 30s uh, now is now is the time to get in the shape that you want to try to be in for the rest mm -hmm. of your life because it's going to get much harder mm -hmm. very quickly. Yeah, no. very quickly. So now now is the time to do that. And there's no, I mean, you can. There are excuses, but there's no excuse. No, there isn't. There isn't. And you're right about that. There really is no excuse. You know, it's all about is, the now choices is the time you to make. get lean yeah. and get taut. And if, you know, it's just, you just got to build, build good habits. You got to build good habits. Portion control. Um, I mean, I've had, a, I've had, I have had a crazy month. I've, 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 I've had family stuff. I've had events. Went on vacation, like I said. And it's about to pick up. It's Christmas at well, Thanksgiving around I'm actually, the well, but Thanksgiving is a month from now. And mm -hmm. I don't have any weddings or vacations or anything going on. That I can think of for most of November, and even on Thanksgiving, you don't necessarily need to. You can That's go. You can go it. hog wild without like abusing yourself. Because if you get used to the like cleaner, healthier stuff, then you're not gonna want to overdo it. Mm -hmm. all, all that like, you can have a have a sliver or a taste of the pumpkin pie without eating the whole piece. Really, the thing is I don't like pumpkin pie. Oh, pumpkin pie is dope, dude. My stickler on Thanksgiving is the stuffing. Yeah, have some stuffing. Have some. Love it. You can have some. And then my grandfather, he's he's from Boston, but he makes this... Or the hell with it. Even if you do want to go nuts on that one day... He makes this thing called you know, Charisse. It's like you, a spicy it, you, stuffing. You can go crazy at the table without also going crazy at the dessert table and going crazy with the booze. So, like, you can you can pick it. And, like, if you if you want the stuffing, you don't necessarily need... Uh, you know, the dinner roll, or you don't need more than one dinner roll, or you don't need more than two dinner, whatever, whatever you got going on, you know. Um, it, uh, it's, I, I was able to, I, I was not an angel when I was on vacation, but I was giddy when I found out that there was a grocery store one fifth of a mile from our hotel. Actually, our Lego styled 
quote-unquote beach cabana. It wasn't technically on the beach. There was a pool, and there was sand there. So I guess I guess technically it was a beach, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like a natural beach connected to a real mm-hmm. official body of water. I got you. It's probably better. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, it was sweet. When I, I saw real sand, I was like, yeah, real sand yeah. on this pool. Dang! Yeah. I was impressed. I was impressed. Um, but yeah, definitely, as soon as we got settled in the room, we walked right to the grocery store and... I got myself a rotisserie chicken that I was hacking away at throughout the week. I got myself a bunch of organic broccoli that I was, you know, me and the, the boy and, and I were both hacking at uh, throughout the week. Bag of grapes. Uh, it's not my, I prefer like strawberries or something, but I let him, I let him pick and I didn't want to buy too much because we were still going to be going to the Legoland theme park and, mm-hmm. you know, being out and stuff. So I knew there was. Grapes is better than chocolate. Right, you like I wanted to get some fruit yeah. in, and usually it's apples and strawberries and things like that. You know, when we're home anyway. So four days we're in Florida, grapes and whatever other fruit we managed to find while mm-hmm. we're running around doing whatever. If any, I can't even remember if there was any other fruit. To be honest with you, um, you know, got some 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 staples, a couple other things, just to counteract anything else that I might encounter. And I didn't go too nuts when I was out there, but when you're running around a theme park. And I just didn't, you know, we flew down there. I didn't want to carry on luggage. Uh, we each carried a, the, 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 the deal. I got a cheap, okay, so the airline was Spirit, and I was going to reserve their name just in case I was not satisfied. But I was satisfied with Spirit. They were dope. Um, they're cheap, just like me. <laughs> and uh, consequently, the carry-on was not included, so I had to make sure that we each had a backpack that fit uh, to be 18 inches by 14 inches by 8 inches. So I'm not bringing cooler bags. Like, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be packing lunches to go into the theme park. I just, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, so there's only so much you can do when you're in a theme park. Like, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't really care about healthy eating. Like, it's just not too many options. But didn't go too bad. I didn't eat that much stuff while I was there. Even the stuff I eat, uh, ate wasn't very good. <laughs> I said eat it. English. I got an English degree, kids. And I said eat it. <laughs> Your English degree does not matter anymore in today's society. Summa cum laude yeah. from Towson University. Everybody I've By ever the met way. with an English degree has like a... They're so hard on themselves on how they speak and then especially grammatically. And I feel bad for them in today's society. I'm actually kind of over it because I – well, and, and I'm, I'm on to something here. I can tell by the way you're reacting. Like you said, you're over it. And and the thing is like I feel bad for you guys because I'm OCD about certain things. Yeah. So I could just imagine if I had an English degree. And I'm and all about of texting. Like, oh, today's society <laughs> bad, with, with social media and everything else. And we've created our own – I've, I've, I've been naturalized. I've become I've become part of the problem too because now I'm so used to texting. Can't when, I'm, them, join them. when I'm typing on a computer, I'm like, how are these words not fixing yeah. themselves for me? Like, what is this? What drives me what is, crazy? What is, is this prehistoric BS? What drives me crazy is I know it started with like LMAO, LOL, mm-hmm. stuff like that, YOLO. I know that was the start. There was only like five of them. Yeah. But now I catch myself reading so many of them. Where they have all these just letters, and it's supposed to mean There's something. There's a lot. And I stare at it, because maybe the first stuff had some substance to it, and then I get to the end of it, and that's how they end it, is on like like the seven oh, letters. I learned long ago, I just Google it. Like, I'm not even going to try and figure it out. And like, I'm talking popular people put it on there. And like, like yeah, people, Facebook. Like, the things where, I guess you're not on Facebook, but where people pay, pay pictures, and it's like, you know, MCM. I'm like, I don't know what that means. 
I'm not. I'm pretty sure that's one. I don't even know. That might be Man Crush Monday. Yeah, that sounds right. No, but there's a lot of them where it's just like seven letters or eight letters long, and it, I never even seen yeah. it before. And I, I'm staring off. at it for like five minutes trying to figure it out, and it makes me so mad because I'm like, you could have just said that. Mm. You could have just said that. You could have wrote that. Mm. It was like, seriously, it was like 15 <coughs> extra letters all you had to put. But I'm okay with it because I mean, normalcy was not a word until maybe it was Truman that said it or Eisenhower. Some president normalcy. Yeah, they invented the word normalcy in a speech, and now that mf'er is in the dictionary. I mean, it makes we, sense. It does like make it. sense. It it's fine. Like the purpose of communication is to, the purpose of language is to communicate, and if we understand what we're saying, who cares if you forget a comma? I mean, if you're writing a thesis, fine. But like, what you know? If I, you know, my son and me versus my son and I, me and my son, like, who cares really when you get down to it? Especially if we're just in common conversation. You want to know what's really crazy? It's if you really technically write something. Mm. More people don't understand it than if you write it like you're illiterate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Believe me, I know. Isn't that crazy? Don't yeah. you just want to take a gun to your head and pow? But then if you want to take it a step further, we are the, the, the words that we use to describe the things that we're looking at and touching, like the they are are they are symbols of those things. Like this we call it a cup. But that's that's just our label for this thing, whatever it is. It's an, I mean, it's, look at all it's, the different cups it's, it's, table, it's, it's, it's atoms bouncing off of yeah. each other. Like it's like uh, 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 you, you know. I mean, these are these are ideas. They, they, they're words. They're representations. If you really want to get down to it, so like none of it's right. None of it's right. <laughs> really. It's not. So you're all wrong. Everybody's wrong. It's not. Um. Uh... But anyway, did pretty good with eating. Okay, balanced it out. Uh, managed to... I, re- I really stretched it out. Try, and by the time the trip was winding down and we were heading back to the airport to go back home and I was not trying to spend as much money, I wasn't in the mood to like sit at a restaurant in the airport. Like When we first landed there, uh, we had some time before hotel. the hotel check-in. Like I wanted to sit down at a restaurant and eat and like mm-hmm. I didn't care. I didn't care as much. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I did like a dinner salad. It wasn't the healthiest dinner salad. I didn't have, a, but it, you know, I did all right. But I was still trying to like have a good time and have something mm-hmm. yummy. Um, but by the time we were headed back, I, like I wasn't in the mood. I wasn't trying to go to like a Ruby Tuesdays or whatever. Yeah, and I get. Like I finished that. like I had a bag of. Oh, I also got. A, I also got a stick of grass fed butter that I was using the whole weekend. I was ripping the broccoli, ripping the organic broccoli apart. Putting the butter on it and just eating it, and sometimes I was eating it with some, with a, some chicken. Sometimes eating it with some got some cheese, um, and I managed to fin- just pretty much finish up the last bit of almost everything right before we got onto the plane because it wouldn't fit into our backpacks. And you didn't want to waste it. I didn't want to waste it. Yeah, I ended up throwing that. out throwing out a little bit of food here and there, but not much. I'm like that. If you put a plate in front of me, didn't get through all the grapes. A lot of grapes. Grape bags are big. They are. They are. It's a lot of grapes. It's a lot of grapes. I learned that a long time ago. I was like, I can't keep grapes. They're not. Good thing they're not the healthiest fruit. Yeah. That's probably why they come with so many of them in a bag. Think about yeah. the healthiest fruit. Blueberries yeah, come teeny. in the smallest teeny containers. Teeny smallest containers. Teeny tiny. I usually go for strawberries and more or less. Pretty, pretty much the same thing. Pretty, pretty same. Oh, I didn't tell you exactly why I didn't make it to the gym this morning, did I? I don't think so. The number one reason. It's because I got sick. Oh. Um, we ate Popeye's chicken oh, nice. last night for dinner. Now, I'm not going after Popeye's 
delicious product. Yeah, if you're not used to having the fried fast food, I got the I got some type of seafood combo where it was like fried fish and popcorn chicken with some fries, and it was only because it was so late. Uh, we did not feel like cooking. It's been a long weekend. Um, I had to go from the wedding to Six Flags all day the next day for their fright fest oh God. to take the yeah. children. Yeah. Um, let's just say me and Gabby weren't on great terms before that. Mm. Uh, but I went. I sucked it up. I did it. You gotta be the. You gotta play the part. And at the end of the day, you gotta remember. Sometimes it's not for you; it's yeah. for the children. So the boy was one of the Incredibles, and the girl was Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas, mm-hmm. right? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of her for wanting to be Sally, and you can't get along with the Incredibles. She's original. Um, that's Dylan. Wasn't... I mean, that's a classic vintage. That if I really sat down and really thought hard about it, that might be my favorite animated movie. Yeah, like yeah. that. Like that is this is Halloween. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a it. masterpiece right there, it man. Is. Like. Oh, so good, Don't, so good, God. and it's great because you can do it from Halloween to Christmas. I know, and, and it really helps make it like okay, this is the holiday season. We're just—I mm-hmm. think we've talked about this before. October, November, December. Like we're just gonna this bask year, usually in the holidays. I'm more into the Halloween than I am right now. But the only reason I haven't been is because the wedding, yeah, New York City, the, and the, Halloween the, is the literally trip, in the middle. The trip was keeping me from kind of like getting into it as mm-hmm. much. I mean, it's part of it because we went down there for their Halloween weekend, so. Mm-hmm. Our costumes were part of it, but like I definitely was not worried about carving pumpkins and stuff because I'm just trying to like, all right, we got this trip coming up, and I don't do that kind of thing like mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. ever. Like I haven't been on a plane in years. Oh really? Yeah. Since I got with this girl, man, she likes her some Disney, dude. I've guys, been on all types of you trips, guys, man. You guys, you guys are some jet setters. I am the king of theme parks. <laughs> you guys now. are some jet setters. Like I'm yeah. at a theme park. If I have a weekend day off, more than likely. <laughs> I'm at a theme park, okay? Oh, those kids are so happy, though. <laughs> I mean, you are vicariously, even though you don't feel it at the time. Nah, man. <laughs> you, know much, you know how much stroller watching I do? Oh, God. That's all I do. I'm that guy. I'm not getting on the ride. I don't want to get on the ride. I'm too big to get on these rides. Yeah. So you know what I do? I sit by over there by the corner, and I stroller watch. I have been digging deep in the <laughs> podcast. Yesterday, I was listening to Hell Fighter yeah. and the Kid that happened two years ago, but it was because it was like downloaded on your thing, and I just had to find something original because I'm updated on the current mm-hmm. stuff. I listen to I listen to my podcast that yeah. I like, so I found a Will. Sa- I like Will Sasso. Yeah, Will Sasso is good. I saw an old. That's, he's from uh... Mad TV. Okay, so it was Brian Callen. Oh, that's I was right. watching Brian Callen since I was a kid. That's that's when I was like, oh, that's. I watched Joe Rogan on his first TV show, Hardball, which was only on one season. It was like a sitcom about a baseball team. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I remember liking it, even though I think he said it was terrible, and it probably was terrible. He I learned was, quick he wasn't for TV. I was in fifth grade. Yeah. He learned quick. Mm. It's crazy. But look at what he made of himself. Yeah, he's oh, really crap on Netflix. You know, that's a good watch. Thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a pretty good stand-up. I think I'm going to rewatch it soon. And uh, I will touch on the other things that I talked about, the non-vacation-y things, next time. We hope you had fun at the table. We love when you come by, and we really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud, where you rookie fight fans and seasoned vets can also find Better Fightcast, your tightest coverage of the UFC, and all things mixed martial arts, the purest, best of sport you can follow. Follow Joe Newbauer, Joe News MMA. Gabriel Tim Bowen at Gabby underscore T, Sean Newbauer at MMA underscore Insomniac, and me, Matt Krogamo, Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls and everyone else. Peace!